This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound On each episode of BarkCast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? It's been good mate, thanks for asking. So we've had an email come in from Stephen. Okay. And Stephen has said, and this is a... a, 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 (laughs) It's Uh worded, yeah. No, but it's... I'm trying to say this without sounding too, uh, to use your word, twee, but that's probably not the right word to use, is it? Well, ask me the question first and, I'll, and then I'll okay. tell you. So Stephen says that when he's out walking his dog, his dog is very reactive and aggressive to Thai people. Okay. And so I think he's asking, is, is his dog, is my racist? dog racist? Yeah, okay. That's actually, uh, it's not twee. That's actually quite a common thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I do get this from a lot of people. So for obvious reasons, because it can be a bit awkward right yeah and better I, term. I, I have to say i feel awkward asking that question yeah no no but it's um the 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 real very easy answer to this is my dog racist no okay thank you very much that's that's it End that's <laughs> right okay so let's start with the broad sweeping generalizations here when it comes to generally western people we are used to dogs being around dogs having dogs in our lives or seeing dogs out and about so when we go for a, a, a walk or we're walking around a, whether it's know, boat avenue or around the park or wherever and we see dogs we just oh nice dog and walk off very broad sweeping brush on the other side from an asian perspective and certainly from a Middle Eastern perspective, for anyone that's Muslim, they don't necessarily want to be around or have close proximity to dogs. So their reaction can often be a bit more guarded and a bit more standoffish, A, involving stiffening up different body language and a lot of eye contact. So those are two very different approaches from two very different sets of people. And the dog is not stupid. The dog isn't saying you are insert ethnic minority here the dog is just saying that particular person is being reactive whereas that one isn't so this is might be a problem so you're blaming the person yeah i mean yeah no 100 percent. so but there's there's a couple of things with this one is there's us as owners and we've again probably discussed this ad nauseum on various different podcasts how we react with our dogs in a given situation really matters so if we're walking down the street and I see, again, broad, broad brush, you know, lots of white Westerners that don't seem to care about my dog um, and are fairly dismissive, I'm equally going to be fairly dismissive and disengaging because nothing's going wrong. Whereas if someone that's Muslim or of darker skin, someone that's, to me, very different, and my dog reacts to them for whatever reason, I'm now going to react. I'm going to tighten the leash or call my dog back and what have you. So I am reinforcing a particular picture. Where it's perhaps started was just that simple, again, the I mean, the gardeners, pool guys are, are often examples of this. They tend to be either Thai, Burmese. A lot of them can be Muslim as well. And they are reactive. They, they're scared of the dog before they even walk in. Does the dog bite? I'm terrified. Which is very different to, you know, my friend just walking, going, hi, how are you, sort of thing. It- if someone is terrified of a dog, no matter their ethnicity, have I said that right? Just, you just about got that right. Ooh, well, or their uh, religion or whatever it is, yeah. and they are stiffed up and they are kind of scared yeah. and they're nervous. Why does a dog get aggressive? Why does the dog not go, 
oh, okay, I'm going to, you know, that one seems scared. I'm just going to chill out and just let him be. Because they don't view it that way. Well, which way are they viewing it? They're viewing it as that, that person who is scared as... It, it can, but I mean, the, the one thing I would say to most people is if, and like, you know, how do I deal if I'm surrounded by, you know, five street dogs that are barking at me? Just A, stand still, disengage. And we have... And don't make eye contact. And we have done a podcast, uh, sorry, yeah. a barkcast yes. even, about this exact situation. Correct. So, and in doing that, I just, A, I just want to be disengaging and no threat. And that can allow me to sort of extrapolate myself from that particular scenario. So in terms of, for the most part though, and going back to Stephen, you know, why is my dog barking just at Thai people? In some subtle or not so subtle way, we might just be helping and reinforcing that. In the same way, you know, my dog's quiet around the house and everything's fine. So I just carry on doing what I'm doing. Oh, the pool guy, the Muslim pool guy just arrived. My dog starts barking at the window. I'm now shouting at the dog. And as far as the dog's concerned, I'm barking with him. And before that guy out there arrived, you were calm. Guy outside must be part of the problem here. And as soon as the pool guy goes, then everything's fine. Okay, so you're, what you, let me just reiterate what you just said so I've got it, got it right. So This could take a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my house with Maximus, my boxer. We're chilled out. We're just relaxing. All of a sudden, the pool guy or whoever, yeah. I don't have a pool, gardener. So it would be in. strange if the pool guy arrived, to be fair. <laughs> so what's the pool guy doing here? <laughs> yeah. mm. The gardener comes in. Maximus, he knows that Maximus is here because the gardener's come yeah. a few times. And as soon as he steps foot, Maximus can sense that he's coming and starts kicking off. He would sense that someone is coming. He might not sense that, oh, it's Bob the, the okay, gardener. So, so then he puts his head up, sees it's the gardener, and then he kicks off mm-hmm. and starts barking. I then are shouting at Maximus, stop it, shut up. Maximus, no, 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 no. Maximus thinks I'm going, oh, you get lost, Paul guy as well. So that's what Maximus is thinking. It's just we're giving, anytime you give a dog attention, you're reinforcing that state of mind. So he was nice and calm and quiet. We ignored him completely. So there was no reward for that behavior. It just happened to be good for Maximus at that moment. Followed up by random person arrives, gardener, pool guy, whatever. And Max, oh, I have a wolf because there's someone in my territory kind of thing. And now we're fueling it because now we're giving him energy and reacting to it. So what should I do when so, Maximus starts barking? Two things. One is just, A, more of a reader. Like, hey, Maximus, I've got a better idea. Instead of doing that, why don't you come over here and do this instead? I.e. just sit with me, lie down with me, be quiet. But if I'm only dealing with Maximus in that moment, the only thing I'm really going to be doing at best is reinforcing what he's doing in the first place. That's not what I want. So prior to the gardener being there or the pool guy or what have you, I want to do a lot of engagement work with Maximus of just getting him to, hey, tell you what, hey, come on over here and focus with me. Just sit down, lie down, settle down. And I'm not talking about doing lots of 30-minute training sessions. This is just lots of just bits and pieces of getting my dog to engage with me, to focus with me, to work with me. So then when the pool guy does arrive and I say, hey, Maximus, come over here, buddy. I'm acting the same way as I've been acting all morning with you. I haven't changed. And Max's like, but hang on, the, the, there's a guy out there. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't care. Just come over here and settle with me. And I've created reward history all morning for doing that behavior, the behavior that I want. Can I just point out for the Bartcast listeners, um, Maximus is not racist in any way, shape or form. Yeah. <laughs> and he's never barked at a gardener or a pool guy, to be fair, because he's very well trained because he went to Canine Point well, there you go. There you go. But again, going back to Stephen, I'm walking down the street and you know a Thai person walks by and my dog barks and lunges at them, which to be fair, can be quite awkward and, and 
discombobulating for us as an owner. But in terms of how I want to deal with that, it's the same thing. As I'm going for a walk, it's not just about letting my dog, I mean, yes, obviously partly it is, letting them have a, a stretch and a sniff and checking out the world around them. But I want to be doing a lot of engagement work with my dog. Hey, Rover, come back to me. Hey, can you sit? Oh, good boy, have a fuss. Okay, go sniff again. Back and forth, back and forth. So I am a massive part of the walk. My time with my dog is my time with my dog. I want it to be about us going out together, not just a dog doing its thing while I'm at the other end of the leash with my phone in my hand, checking whatever. So there's an engagement that kind of goes on. I just saw your eyes as you said that. <laughs> you, yeah. really, you, really <laughs> meant, you really meant that, though, yeah. that part about yeah. people engaging with their dogs and out on walks rather than just sitting I there. see it a lot. I can understand. So, And of course, what happens, the dog barks at someone and now oh whoa 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 oh hang on whoa and then panic panic kicks in because i didn't even see that person or like whatever it was so again we just tend to reinforce at the wrong moment on a few bark casts we've we've talked about how to train dogs in various different ways and one of the things you said is to have the the thing that sets them off or the stimulation whatever yep um, and And work with it and work with it so how would i do that with this situation well this, this is one of the easier ones to work with because we need people of, of, of different decrees, which is easy. Just Do they have to sign a disclaimer? Street. Sign a disclaimer, yeah. This, this may, or, may, or, may or may not go well. Um, I mean, I go to Boat Avenue. I'm, okay, I'm up in the, the northern side of Phuket. We go to places like Boat Avenue um, or Blue Tree uh, quite frequently because there's a lot of foot traffic, lots of different people. So I can walk past an awful lot of people in any given moment. Just I, I'll go and sit outside Villa Market for 20 minutes with my dog. We'll just sit there. People coming in and out, in and out. A lot of people... And again, this is where you get a lot of people saying, right, oh, it's a dog. They'll just walk in, mostly speaking, going to be of a Western variety that are just usually fine with dogs. Oh, nice dog, walk in, do the shopping, come out, go home. Whereas I might get some ties that walk in and say, hey, that's a big dog there. I'm just going to move slightly to the side and get as far away as I can and squeeze myself in, which is a massively different picture to the dog because he's now thinking, well, what's wrong with them? And I want to be at the front end here saying, dude, there's nothing wrong with them. Don't worry about them. Worry about me. When you're sat outside Villa Market, are you there with a guitar with case a gu- open with a guitar, up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> busking, people, busking away. People just I probably should, money. yeah. You yeah, might do. <laughs> so what's the steps that Stephen needs to take? So A, if he's got a... Um, if, if he's A, sure there's a, there's a particular trigger, um, whether it's people. And also, I, just on a, a very separate quick note, I often get people saying, my dog's absolutely fine unless somebody's wearing a red hat. Dog hates red hats or my dog hates other black dogs or my dog hates other red dogs and what have you dogs don't see color well that's interesting because it's the same scenario about people who say that red was the thing that set balls off and it's not the red it's the movement it's the movement so but dogs see they they see shades of color on a blue to green spectrum a blue to yellow spectrum everything else is gray so if you're there saying yeah my dog just hates anyone wearing a red t-shirt or you know red hair hates them it's gray so it's it's not the color that's that's the issue. Well, you wouldn't be a dog trainer if that was true. To be fair, <laughs> but um, chat. So yeah, there for those that. who don't understand that joke, Russell used to be used to be ginger in his younger days before he spent time with Jay. In which case, he went very grey quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair point. So in terms of steps, yeah. So number one, if uh, with Stephen, I'm going for a walk. My dog is barking at Thai people. To simplify this, right. So I want to go for my walk. Ideally, I want to, in the beginning. I want to try and have people at a distance or not even around, and just spend lots of time with Rover saying, hey, focus with me. Disengage from what you're doing. Stop sniffing that tree or walking forward. Come back to me. Have a treat. Have a fuss. Hey, ask them to sit. Oh, you sat. Have another fuss. Good boy. Okay, carry on with the walk. 
another minute later, hey, come back here. So I'm doing lots of engagement. It'll be difficult to begin with because your dog will think, this is very odd, this is new. But if you're consistent with it, they'll start to work out, hey, I'm just getting some attention. I'm getting a fuss, I'm getting a treat or whatever motivates my dog as we go through this walk. And then I want to add in slowly other people. And I don't want to have 10 Thai people running up trying to fuss my dog, but I might have one or two on the other side of the road and say, hey, Rover, have you seen these people over there? Don't worry about them. Hey, focus on me. So I'm slowly building up the level of stimulus to the dog, i.e. one or two people far away, bringing them closer, adding more people to the point where the dog works out that, oh, you don't seem bothered. You're always the same. You're very calm. You're very chilled, regardless of whether there's people there or not. It's always the same thing with you. It's, hey, check in with me. Everything's amazing. If I sit, this idiot will give me a treat. It's brilliant. No, and it's interesting because people are scared of Maximus. Well, he's a big dog, right? He's got a lot of energy and a lot of bounce. Yeah, and also, but he's got that kind of, I don't want to use the word dangerous dog face, but he's got that... Well, he's, he's, a, he's a boxer, so he's a boxer, you know, squashed so nose, yeah. lots of slobber, lots of jowls, big scary teeth and all of that. Yeah, and his massive tongue hangs yeah, out. Yeah. And for you and I, it's he's just a slobber yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for for people like you said who don't know about dogs and don't know about yeah. breeds, they are petrified. Absolutely, and I I have seen it walking him. People will, will veer it's off away from me. the Red Sea, right? Oh, and, really and as is. people walk along, and it's always, it, I, I find this quite a lot with with Bree. People can walk up quite close before they suddenly realise, oh, gee, you've got a dog with you. So all of a sudden, for them because you know, I'm terrified of dogs for whatever reason, and they sort of jump back. Again, it's a, that's a big thing for our dog to witness. And I think, well, what's wrong with him? Let, let, me, go and, let me go and check and see if he's okay, <laughs> right? So they're walking towards the person. The person's trying to run away, and they're like, oh, we're, we're playing chase, are we? And so it could be a variety of things going through our dog's head. Yeah, and, and, and from Maximus' point of view, because he is a guard dog, I mean, that's kind of where mm-hmm. boxers have come from. So as soon as someone is making that movement or being showing signs of whatever, nervousness mm-hmm. yeah. in our opinion, but something different from Maximus, he's straight away, bang. Yeah. And when it comes to people like the, the pool guy or the gardener, what do they all have in common? They've all got big sticks and rakes and you know pool nets and stuff, which for us as a human being is a weapon. It's something I, I can defend myself with this. So whether it's a street dog or a dog in the garden that belongs to someone, if they come running out barking and snapping, I can wave this big stick, which is what it's the wrong thing to do, but it's what most people would do. But again, it just reinforces to the dog that person coming in with that big thing. I, I know what happens. It's a fight. So let's get back to Stephen rather than talking about my boy Maximus. So basically, he just needs to go out, find out what stimulates the dog, what the dog likes. Find out what the dog is reacting to. And you, you, for most people listening, they will know that already. If they're along the line of my dog is racist, they will you know, insert ethnicity here. That's what you want to find. Whatever your dog is reacting to, you need to work around it. Before you start to add in that stimulus, it's doing a lot of work with my dog of just getting them to check in with me. Now, if you're listening saying, well, yeah, my dog will check in with me and have a treat and have a fuss, easy, great. Now go and add in that stimulus to which my dog is going to be reactive to. But I want you to act the same, which is, hey, dude, um, what's the problem? Hey, I'm going to step back, chill out, just come back to me, come and sit again, like you just did 44 times this morning on the way to this particular point. And the first few times, it will be tricky. And if it's someone that you know, um, whether it's a friend, a neighbor, or someone at a shop and what have you that can help with this, just get them to stand still and disengage. My dog's on a leash. He's not going to get anywhere near you, so you don't have to panic quite so much. But I can just work with getting my dog back and forth to me. 
And in all fairness, Stephen, if, you, if you're worried about doing that with people that you do know... Give us, know a, that, yeah. give us a shout and we can, we can set up a session to do this with you. Happy to go out and, again, like we said earlier, we do go out on site and do various bits and pieces with the dogs. And to set something like this up is actually really, really easy. Cool. Thanks very much, Russ. No, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out K9 Point Academy. That's K9PointAcademy.com or go to Facebook and search K9 Point Academy.